As dark as their days have been, they're so thankful that we're on so they can at least hear a familiar voice and have a familiar laugh like it's comfortable. It's like, you know, an episode of your favorite show that's just your go-to comfort. Welcome to Brand With On Demand, your guide to rebooting radio. We are part of people's families, right? They know our lives inside and out. And I really believe that with the way people have been struggling, the only saving grace they've had is the normalcy and the routine of hearing us. And they've told us that. I mean, they've reached out and they've told us that. Brandwith On Demand, rebooting radio with a different take on all radio can be. Now your guides through the mediamorphosis, David Martin, and author of the book Brandwith, media branding coach, Kipper McGee. Rilly Christie has a storied career in radio, beginning as an hourly employee answering request lines at a hometown station she moved to a morning show in the top 10 market. What? And along the way, she's been an integral part of a team that was named Station of the Year at the Worldwide Radio Summit. Took home a Marconi Award, and she's even received a MIW Air Blazer of the Year Award by mentoring and inspiring women in radio group MIW. After dominating mornings at stations like Q102 in Philly, her current home with Rula and Ryan is on Houston's KRBE. And she's rolling out a nationally syndicated Weekends with Rula program through Westwood One. Grand Will On Demand is proud to welcome the award-winning Rula. Hey. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Kipper. Hey, we are glad to have you, Rula. So you've had one of the more interesting journeys I've ever heard of in radio. And, <laughs> and for the sake of those who have not heard the story, could you share how your family business kind of helped edge you into oh, radio? Absolutely. Dropped me into radio a million percent, a million percent. Uh, born and raised in Houston, Texas to a Greek family. My parents were born in Greece. I'm a first generation Greek American. So of course, what you do is what your family does. It's the family business. That's what you do. Your life is going to be determined by the family business. You're going to run a restaurant. So I'm plugging through college thinking, well, the end game is to finish out running the legacy of the restaurant, you know, like just continue on. And um, I, I really didn't know how much I disliked it. I mean, <laughs> I could bartend, I could wait tables, I could work in the kitchen. I mean, I did every facet of the restaurant, but I really didn't care for it like a million percent. And it was a Thursday night. I'll never forget it like it was yesterday. And I, I didn't want to go to work, but they needed me as staff for this giant banquet that was happening. And, you know, I'm so rebellious, guys. And I look back at it. God, I was such a jerk kid to my parents because I didn't get dressed up in like real restaurant clothes like who would have worn what I was wearing? I was wearing like jeans and a cute top and like these shoes that are definitely not for restaurant floors. <laughs> and I'm kind of like just being used as a side item. My sisters are like, move. So we run out of strawberries for the cheesecake. And my sister says to me, since I'm useless in my clothing, run to the grocery store and get some strawberries for this cheesecake. And as I'm driving to the grocery store in her car, she had the dial set to KRBE. At the time, in 1996, Top 40 Radio was essentially alternative. That was what Top 40 was. I didn't really care for that kind of music, and I remember thinking, oh, you know, whatever, it's a quick drive. As I'm driving to the grocery store, guys, I hear Paul Cubby Bryant on the airwaves. I didn't know who he was at the time. And he does a break about how he's hungry and doesn't want the regular old delivery pizza. If there's a restaurant listening that maybe can deliver some food, he'd be glad to pay for it, but he wants something different for his menu. <laughs> this is the break I hear. I go inside the store. I do the strawberry thing. I come out. I still have it on KRBE. He says the same thing again. When I get to Christie's, it's called Christie's Seafood and Steaks in Houston. 
When I get to Christie's, I tell my sisters, hey, this DJ on the radio said he wants some food. Maybe we can call him and get through and, I don't know, get a free plug or something. And so my older sister's like, yeah, I don't know, call him. I got through on the first ring. At the time, the phone op for him, you know, we didn't have email. It wasn't social media. She was like, oh, can you fax us a menu? So I faxed the menu. <laughs> and the next thing I know, Cubby calls Christie's. And he's like, hey, is this Rula? Hey, Rula, it's Cubby. We picked you guys. We want to get some food from you. And I was like, oh, awesome. So my two sisters and I drive this food, which in Houston, this is the oldest restaurant still living. It's 103 years old, almost 104. And the most staple item, yes, it's pretty fantastic. But with COVID, you know, we cross our fingers every day. We're going to survive. And so the most staple item of this restaurant, if you were to come to Christie's, you've got to get the fried shrimp and the sauce that goes with it. So I told Cubby, this is what I suggest we bring you, blah, blah, blah. We go there to deliver it to him and Cubby lets us in to the studio. And for an hour and a half, we're chatting him up and the fire has been officially ignited for what he does. (laughs) Not exactly to be on the air, but just to work there. Like, I just thought, wow, this is really fun. Like, this looks like a fun place. I want to work here. Not to be on the air, guys, just to work at a radio station. I had no idea what that involved. And 10 years later, almost exactly to the month, the Rula and Ryan show broadcast on KRBE. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Yeah. Rula, one of the things that you and Ryan are famous for is really living your life on the radio, on the air. And how's that changed during the pandemic? What modifications have you had to make to your show? Well, I'll tell you that we're living everything everything that everybody else is living, right? I mean, it's totally altered your work life, your home life. Your kids are at your work. Your work is where your kids are. You know, thankfully, our engineer at KRVE was able to quickly get us wired up at our houses so that we could just broadcast from our houses and come together. And the first two weeks were a little wonky because of the kind of equipment we had or whatever. But then after just getting a great mixing board and a really solid mic, people don't know that we're not in the studio. It sounds really fantastic. So the way we had to change our show, you know, in person was not being in person, just being on the Zoom screen. We have our our technical board operator and our, um, I mean, I, I hate to say stunt guy. Special K is way, he's not a stunt guy. He does so many things on our show. He does songs, he does prank calls, all these things. So Sam and Special K are back at the mothership. And then Eric, our executive producer, Ryan and I are at our houses and we're all joined together on a Zoom screen. And so every morning I just wake up, go into the closet. My <laughs> mama's on the radio. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Doing Brady as far as changing, radio. Huh? Yeah, it's pretty cool. And as far as changing like our, you know, what we have to do, I mean, like anybody else in America, you're thinking, what in the hell are we doing now? Because you don't even know who's listening. I mean, people have totally altered their lives. Anybody that had a PPM isn't using it right now because they're stuck in their houses watching the news, you know? And so we just, we just always keep on, even if we went off the air for some reason, we just keep talking and do a show until the air clicks back on. Like that true story happened. Some generator went down one time. We were off for almost an hour. We weren't sure when we would pop back on, so we just kept on with the show program for the hour (laughs) for whenever it was going to pop back on. So we just kind of feel the vibe of what's happening. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We we got, like, in the first weeks of the pandemic, we got, like, the the important people on. Like, Dr. Peter Hotez lives here in Houston. He is, besides Fauci, you've probably seen Dr. Peter Hotez more on all the networks besides Fauci. He lives in Houston, so we had him on a few times. You know, we had some city and county people on to kind of give people the the grid of what the heck are we doing and where are we going? And then we just had open phones and we just tried to entertain as best as we could with what we got. So Mm -hmm. that's what we've been doing all this time. So just out of curiosity, with the open phones, does that mean less songs than normal per hour? 
You know, actually, we only play three usually, but the third one has been optional ah. depending on what uh, has been happening. I mean, Leslie Whittle, our PD, I mean, the, I think the greatest thing about working with her for so long and for her working with us is that she just trusts us. Mm-hmm. She just gets it. She's like, okay, you had to drop it, you dropped it. You know what I mean? Got it. She doesn't like nitpick on the song count in a pandemic because, frankly, I mean, let's be honest, morning radio as opposed to the other day parts. I mean, we are part of people's families, right? They know our lives inside Mm -hmm. and out. And I really believe that with the way people have been struggling, the only saving grace they've had is the normalcy and the routine of hearing us. And they've told us that. I mean, they've reached out and they've told us that. As dark as their days have been, they're so thankful that we're on so they can at least hear a familiar voice and have a familiar laugh like it's comfortable. It's like, you know, an episode of your favorite show that's just your go-to comfort. Absolutely. So shifting gears a little bit, you mentioned some of the people on your show. Can you tell us about what your cast is like? Who's all on the show? Who does what on and off the air? And especially when it comes to all that great social media and video and all that other stuff that you guys do, uh, how's it get done? So, okay. So it's me and Ryan. We have a, we're the names in the show, right? right? So it's Rula and Ryan. And we are basically the oil and the water relationship. I mean, there's not a lot that we have in common. Okay. <laughs> That's, I think, why it works. And Eric is the glue that totally keeps us together. I mean, he absolutely is the voice of reason and the third tie-breaking judgment call. He's the executive producer of the show. And I've always joked that if I didn't have him as my executive producer, I'd probably quit radio because mm-hmm. we work so well together. He is my BFF. He is the person that I will trust to fall backwards into a pool and he will catch me or whatever. I don't even have to think about it. We trust him 1 million percent on going down a lane. He knows that in person, when we were in studio, if he could just hand me a piece of paper in the middle of me talking about something, he knows that whatever that paper says, I could say that on the air and it sounds like I knew that was coming. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. like we have a really good chemistry and we added Special K to our show not too long after we started on KRBE. And he originally started to kind of be our guy on the street that does all these fun things and promotions for the morning show and stunts and things like that. But radio, I really feel like, has totally evolved stunt-wise as well because legal, you know, legal. I don't want legal. And he is so creative and he's so talented. And he makes up these funny songs. We always tell him like, okay, I'm going to give you three words. We're going to ask the audience of Texas three funny sounding words. We're going to pick three of those words. You have five minutes to make a song. Or he does these really fantastic prank calls. I mean, really these fantastic prank calls that I know for a lot of people in radio that might be jaded on prank calls. This kid is so creative. I weekly look forward to what this kid is bringing to the table because I'm laughing so hard. And think about this, guys. We've been together since 2006 and he still can make me heave laugh with his prank calls <laughs> because great. of his voices and where he takes these calls. Like he'll tell these people, have you ever been spanked on your front porch in front of your own children? I'm going to wrap you around my lap. I'm going to spank you. Like it's just funny stuff. And he takes inspiration from those guys like Roy D. Mercer back in the day and all that stuff. And he oh, just, yeah. and he's got his own voices and he's, it's just so fun. We just have fun. We laugh a lot. And the newest girl that we added, she does our board work. She's our technical producer. Her name is Sam pretty much plucked her away out of just she'd never really done mornings ever and she just we just wanted a fun personality to go along with us and just add another female voice to the to the fold so we had a really good time with her because she's a totally different person than me she's 28 years old she's a newlywed her dog is her child she and her husband just bought their first house last week the apartment she used to live in had prostitutes and drug dealers all around it, and she'd sit on her patio just for observation entertainment. <laughs> it's just so <laughs> awkward. So, you know, we have a really good vibe going with the five of us. We just have a good time. 
I mean, we're so blessed that we could just wake up and have a good time. We're just having a good time. <laughs> Rula, at this point in your career, what do you look for in a good coach or a PD? You know, what I really, what I really like in, in general, I haven't had to worry about that because Whittle's been there for 20 years. But, you know, for somebody who can – look, I, I even know, Dave, the mistakes that we're making when we're making them. Mm-hmm. I've often said to Eric, if somebody sampled our show today, a consultant would tell them, well, don't do this what the Rule and Ryan show did, but they know better. You know, because there are things that we've done that I know aren't 100%, but it's just kind of like the nature of how we're fast we're rolling in thoughts and stuff. Mm-hmm. And a, a good PD can point those things out, uh, even if maybe we haven't seen them, just point them out every now and then and, you know, just support us, you know, and trust us in where we're going. You know, I think that's why it's a good vibe altogether at KRBE, because they do. And they're lucky that they can, because unfortunately for some new shows, a lot of management thinks they have to like hone in and like, you know, crowd them and be like, okay, we've got to hover and figure out how this new show is going to work. But I figure because we've been together for so long, it's like, okay, you know, we bring new layers of stuff all the time. We bring different points of view and stuff. It's not like we ever rest on our laurels, but I think that as far as guidance from a PD or a consultant, maybe give us some new ideas to go here or there, but really just trust us and have a good open communication, like line of communication. And we can just talk out stuff if we have our questions or issues with with each other. Sure. So now that you guys have gotten that far, you've gotten the shot that a lot of people in radio are really looking for. You have a nationally syndicated show. So what can you tell us about Weekends with Rula and what's different between doing that and, say, doing the weekday show with Ryan? Oh, man, Weekends with Rula is uh, so fun and so different. And I thank Brian Phillips so much for this and everybody that was involved at Westwood One, too give me the shot to do this. It's just basically, I, you know what I feel like it is? Because I sit in my closet in my house now. I had to build the plane while I was flying it to try and launch right. weekends with Rula, right? Uh-huh. I'd never, in a, in a regular world, guys, I would have launched this out of the KRBE studios. I'd probably stay after the show, record my show on, on the equipment there at KRBE and then get it done. Now I have such a freedom that I had to force myself to learn how to do this. I truly feel like when I record it, I am just talking to, I, I don't visualize a person. I kind of visualize individual people as a group, but individually, if that makes any kind of sense. It just feels like I'm talking to my friends about funny observations or things you may not know. You know, I just, I have a plan in my mind for a break and then I just start talking and I've gone, I haven't even gotten to the break point yet, but I just made a minute and a half, two minute break. I'm like, oh yeah, that's funny. Okay, I'll just keep that. You know, it's just, Mm -hmm. I speak about things that are interesting or happening or funny things that I've learned over the years. Like I love to share life hacks or kitchen hacks or parenting hacks that I've learned. And I think it's kind of funny. I have this on my hotline. I ask people to leave me there. I call it the mommy meltdown, but I welcome dads to it also. Hmm. It's when your kids have just, you know, driven you to the brink and you can't take it. Ah. And one of them in the in early pandemic was this poor mom called me. I think she was in Illinois. And she's like, oh my God, my child plays the French horn for orchestra wow. and his teacher thinks he can do this on Zoom. <laughs> She's like, we can't take any more French horn. (laughs) So funny. So I don't know. I was so excited and honored and flattered and humbled when they said to me, oh, guess what? 2020, the world's a crap show. But guess what? You're getting nationally syndicated. I'm like, woo, let's go. So it's just fun. We've added, I think we're at 62 cities now and counting. So I'm I'm super excited. Super happy to be doing it. Good going. As opposed to topics, you know, like on the Rule and Ryan show, we do topics where we can take calls or interact with people. 
here, a lot of times the breaks are much shorter. The music is much more. So it's just kind of like I'll spin out topics and I'll kick it to the hotline and people will comment. And sometimes it's good stuff. I'll play it back or I don't, you know, because it's national. It runs anywhere from 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. across the nation at any point on a Saturday or a Sunday. Mm-hmm. I can't, you know, it's not like I make a point to say, you're going to call my hotline and maybe you'll hear about it next week. Mm-hmm. I just make it sound very generic, like maybe I'll get to it an hour, but you weren't listening an, an hour from now. So you missed the answer or, you know, who knows? Right. It's not like a trivia question I ask. I just throw out a topic like, what are your plans for Thanksgiving? Are you going to get freaked out now? We're going to shut it down or what are we doing? Call my hotline. Let me know what you're thinking. You know, things like that. We're with Rula Christie. She's a morning star of KRBE in Houston. And of course, that great weekend show she's got. Somebody you'd like to hear from, we'd love to hear your suggestions. Email us at show at brainwithondemand.com. Indeed. We'd love to have them join us and have them join other folks like Helen Little, midday person at Light FM, New York, consultant extraordinaire Helen Cook, Barbara Bridges, the programming wizard behind Mix in Nashville, and podcasting Steve Goldstein, just to name a few. And you can catch all of them, plus over 130 others, all in the previous episodes, wherever you're getting this podcast. Coming up, Rula shares the things she knows now that she really wishes she knew way back when. Hi, this is Dave from Music Master Scheduling, here with another Music Master raving fan. Commander Tom Oaks, Program Director, Afternoon Host, 94.7 KTTS Springfield. Over the years, Music Master has been by my side helping program great sounding radio stations ready to become a music master raving fan get in touch at musicmaster.com slash sales i would not want to program a radio station without it i believe in it that much the stuff we know now we wish we'd known then brandwood on demand we are with the always amazing rula christie from krbe houston and of course the weekends with rula show rula What's the one thing about your career that you know now that you really wish you'd known way back when you were starting out? Um, I will tell you guys that material-wise, there's nothing I would change because my ignorance was bliss, and that's what I think helped bring me to the point where I was. When you're ignorant, you don't have fear because mm-hmm. fear holds a lot of people back. And when I got that job in Philly to do mornings, I mean, co-host mornings in Market 5, I'd never had a full-time job ever. I didn't know to be scared. All I thought was, well, if I don't like living in Philadelphia, I can always come back here. And I guess I'll work at the family restaurant until I figure something else out. When you have ignorance, you don't have fear. So I would not change that. The one thing I would change is do your freaking homework on what you should get paid. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because, you know, it's a whole different thing. I was born and raised in Texas. We don't have unions here. And the state of Pennsylvania did have unions. And, you know, if I had just done some homework, some basic homework on, what do they call that word? God, I'm losing my... The market um, minimum and things like that, I probably would have known better when I tried to negotiate myself. It wasn't until year two in Philadelphia that my agent, Paul Anderson, he got me on the right track. But if I had just done some homework on, oh, there's AFTRA in Philly. What is that? You got to join that. They help you. Blah, blah, blah. I didn't know that. I went in it blind, did the whole thing blind. So I was a little behind on compensation for a bit. And then I caught up. (laughs) Roland, what's the one thing you wish you knew now about what may happen in the future? Oh, I don't like to think that way, Dave, because it screws with you. It's like that uh, paradoxical, whatever they call it in science. (laughs) I just I just like to keep on keeping on. And I just what I'd like to know for sure is that 
radio will still be a form of entertainment for a lot of people. And how many years guys have been saying, oh, radio's dying or radio's dead. But here we are still breathing mm-hmm. alive and well. So as long as radio is still a form of entertainment, I mean, there's podcasting and all that stuff. I get it. But I feel like as it grows, I'll grow with it. So it's good. Our thanks to the talented and energetic and always interesting Rula Christie from KRBE Houston, the Rula and Ryan show there. And of course, her new show, Weekends with Rula, on the Westwood Network. So with another Thanksgiving safely in the books, we hope, our cornucopia of gratitude goes to exec producer Cindy Huber. And coming up next, a look at music from a year we'll never forget and a sneak preview of what to expect in 2021. From Ross on Radio, Sean Ross joins us. That's a wrap, Kipper. The future is a choice. And we'll talk about choices in One Minute Martinizing. Find it in the show notes at brandwithondemand.com. I'm Dave Martin. And I'm Kipper McGee. May all your brand with be wise.